0: Greg, I think. Uh, you're on mute. Hey everyone.
1: I hey, I Greg. tried, yeah. Hi, yeah, yeah. I'm Greg for Bay refusing, refuse and not Greg Thompson, not to be confused. <laughs> <Greg laughs> <Thompson. Dueling
2: Greg. laughs> Hey Reza! Hello. Welcome.
3: Oh, thank you, thank you. Hello. Howdy, oh.
4: welcome
3: Reza. Hey, how are you? Yeah.
5: Welcome Reza. Thank you.
2: So excited nice to meet you you, everyone. The third new commissioner that is—I don't think she's going to be able to join tonight. I got a response from my email from her, but um, uh, yeah, we're so excited to have you guys. Been waiting and waiting and waiting. Um, Ali, do you know if uh, we have any, we know that Melissa will not be here. Do you know if we have any other folks that had declined?
6: Uh, Kevin will attend. He may be coming in a bit late.
2: Okay. Do we know about David or Andrew?
6: not andrew and which one's who's david
2: cooper? oh
6: andrew davidson
2: no david cooper no, or andrew cornelia commissioner
6: uh no one said anything to me about him
2: well we we uh we have a quorum now so we could technically get started
4: i i did hear from dave that he cannot attend
2: oh you did okay I did it,
4: but i have not heard from andrew
2: okay well, let's uh let's just give uh half a minute and then we'll get things started ali you said you sent me that yes thank you
1: yeah. I mean. hi lauren yes uh, yeah I, I i again have a conflict with another meeting that's supposed to start like at 6:45 or at 7 but i'll hang in there as long as i can
2: okay well we can uh, i don't know we can take some license and move around housekeeping you uh we're gonna we um we're gonna have a big waste update next month
1: mm-hmm.
2: so uh, you know is is there anything critical for you to pass on that requires mm-hmm. us to move around or for you to speak early
1: yeah no I, there's nothing really going on okay. uh, the, the SB 1383 stuff's the same so uh, okay. i think the okay. city's you know been working on a lot of stuff too so
2: well, don't start talking about it now. We can't do that just okay. yeah, so official.
1: Okay, but yeah, that's the only thing that, you know, that's the only thing really going on.
2: Okay, all right, okay. So we'll just move, we'll see how far we get. Um, okay, so why don't we go ahead and start with, um, yeah, let's just get started with our call to order. Um, do you wanna kick us off, Ollie, first before we do that?
6: Uh, yeah, so Andrew's coming in. Uh, welcome to sustainability commission, uh, meeting for April 14th. Uh, we have a couple of new members. We're really excited about that. Um, my name's Ali. I'm with the city of Sausalito been here about six months. Um, my first sustainability commission that I'm running on my own. So bear with me. Um, and, uh, let's talk about sustainability. Uh, So uh, call to order, Um, Commissioner Cornelia. Here. Um, Commissioner Palmer.
5: Here. Yes.
6: Um, Commissioner Cooper. No. Commissioner Wiltshire. I think that's Kimberly. She is not coming today. Commissioner Jalali. Here. Um, do I ask for Commissioner Stevenson? He's an alternate, is it?
2: Yeah.
6: Yeah? Okay, Commissioner Stevenson. Here. Uh, Vice Chair Thompson. Here. Yeah, and uh, Chair Wiley. Here. All right, and- uh, so that makes a quorum.
2: Thank you, and, and we had, um, you know, I found out um, just yesterday, I think it was, about our new joiners to the commission, um, which was, you know, the best news i could had all day. And so I sent a note uh, to everyone once I got their emails. Thank you, Ali. And asked if during this call to order, we could give you the opportunity to just say a quick one minute hello within this section of the agenda tell us um, just one or two minutes about yourself, how long you've lived here, um, why you applied, and if there is anything particular we should know about your experience you're bringing here because that will be relevant later on in the meeting. So why don't we start with you, Reza?
3: Sure, yeah. So I am Reza Jalali. Uh, I've lived in Sausalito for the past four years, and I really appreciate that what the city has given me in terms of the opportunity to be able to maintain a healthy and sustainable lifestyle, which you know me and my family we have selected to live with for the past you know many years. Um, in terms of my background, I may come from probably the least relevant background as it relates to sustainability, as I spend most of my career in finance and risk management, for banks as, and asset managers. However, you know, speaking of risk, to me, sustainability is all about like mitigating, you know, environmental, economical, and social risk for the future. And I think I can bring, you know, a diversity of thought to this group to identify and also like tackle some of these risks. But I also on a fun note, uh, we live in Hurricane Gulch, you know, Greg is very familiar with that area. We're neighbors. Uh, uh, And, you know, it's very windy and it's very moist here all the time. And I've always, you know, been curious if we could harness this free and plentiful source of energy, which is available to us, uh, you know, without like letting it go to waste and break our windows and damage our trees and all that stuff.
2: Great, thank you, Riza. And uh, let's hear from our our alternate, Nick.
0: Hey, everyone! Uh, really excited again to be here. Um, Nick Stevenson. Uh, my wife and I moved to Sausalito a over two years ago. Uh, we're both avid sailors, and we've always loved this community. And had a boat over here for years, and then figured it's like the best place in the world, so why not live here? Um, so we made the jump to Sausalito. Um, I joined the committee because. Um, I'm kind of like following the footsteps of my grandfather who is on, he was very engaged in local politics and on a bunch of committees. And um, I just thought it's time to start giving back to the community that I really love. Uh, We had a daughter a year ago and I think the best way to kind of like plan for her future is working on sustainability practices and, and baking into like the the lifeblood of the city. So we're, um, that's why I joined the committee. Also my background, um, Right out of school, I was working for a giant manufacturing company, and part of my job for the seven years I was there was applied sustainability and some environmental compliance, so moving waste out of manufacturing plants, uh, finding homes for it, setting reduction targets on waste, doing energy efficiency programs in manufacturing plants. Um, I think that corresponds pretty well to some of the things that could happen at the city and have been happening at the city via this committee. So I thought that experience would be really helpful. Another thing I've done is, like I mentioned during the interview, is I'm a qualified industrial stormwater practitioner too. Um, So I I really care about... um, what goes into the bay. And I think that's our most valuable resource as a city is uh, one of them having the bay here. So I, I, I really care about that. Um, yeah, so it's just like a little bit about me, I'm like really happy to be part of this committee and um, work with you all to, to make Sausalito even better than it already is.
2: Wonderful, thank you. Well- Congratulations. We've been uh, waiting uh, patiently and I'm so excited just to have you here. Um, So let's get started, Ali. I think um, maybe we skipped over the the technical part that uh, you're supposed to read at the very, very top. So just so we're all buttoned up.
6: Oh, right. Um, State
2: state regulations, can you- Right.
6: So pursuant to government code section 54953 E, and in light of the declared state of emergency, the regular meeting of the sustainability commission of April 14th, 2022 will be conducted telephonically and recorded through Zoom.
2: Thank you. So we have done our call to order. We have a quorum. Our next uh, item uh, is public comments on items, not on the agenda. That's back over to you, Ali.
6: Um, is there anybody here from the public uh, that would like to say anything. And if you do, please use the raise hand function in the Zoom under the Reactions button and the button at your screen. Um, Or if you press nine, if you're calling in, uh, the public comments are limited to three minutes per speaker. Uh, That being said, are there any members of the public who would like to comment on those items, not on the agenda? Oh, Kevin.
7: Hi, folks. Kevin McGowan, Department of Public Works. Sorry. Hey, uh, I'm not sure. I'm just checking the agenda, but I don't think we have anything on here about uh, the ordinance related to leaf blowers or gasoline powered devices. And I simply wanted to reach out to this group and mention that um, some of the industry is not quite up to uh speed enough uh to limit our use of all gasoline powered landscape equipment and what i what i want to make sure that i move forward with correctly is that it's my understanding that we want to move forward with at a minimum an ordinance about leaf blowers that's that's the first one and then the second part as as the technology catches up to some of our other uh pieces of equipment such as lawnmowers and chainsaws, then we will move forward with modifying that ordinance to encompass uh, those type of devices as well. So before I move this over to City Council, I wanted to check with this committee to make sure that I'm on the right track with you folks as well. So it's a question. Um, I know you don't have to take action on it, but I wanted to bring it up.
2: Yeah, thanks, Kevin, and we were going to cover uh, that within Greg's Energy Subcommittee update, but we can just talk about that a teeny bit right now if we're allowed to, and I would just say that from my perspective, the what I heard at City Council was the importance of having a phased plan, but understanding what you said there, um, you know, if there is language we can put in about that phasing on that particular item, if it's about, you know, either the date that we had suggested, and at that time, there's a reassessment, or it's a later date, and then we have in their language use, I think what the city council would not want to see is an ordinance on leaf blowers only, and then we'll reassess, I think they want to see it as a landscaping equipment ordinance with a phased plan was was the messaging that I got. So I think it's all saying the same thing. It's just a matter of how it's drafted for the revisiting, understanding that you know there's more to come because you know there's so many balls in the air and so many ordinances. We wouldn't want it to lose traction and get lost and and say, right, we need to reassess. We want it built into that ordinance that there will be in this intent. Mark,
5: uh, thank you, Lauren. Uh, yes, I, I would concur. That- uh, with, with your the statement about the wishes of the city council. Um, I, I agree that they would like to see a phased in approach and given the fact that the new, um, equipment uh, as of January 1st, 2024 will have to be uh, all electric powered they're, uh, they're gonna not be able to sell gas powered landscape equipment after that date. Uh, that gives us, a, a, a you know, couple of years or a little bit less to to phase this in. And we'd like to see kind of a schedule going forward uh, of how how that will be accomplished. Um, To my knowledge, um, weed trimmers and lawnmowers are are pretty well um, up to date. And I think it's chainsaws that's the big issue. And I could certainly see a deferral for a limited amount of time on that. But I um, would like to see. These other pieces of equipment, included, uh, if if possible, maybe not at the same time that uh, leaf blowers or, or gas power leaf blowers are banned, but perhaps uh, within another six months or one year from now, uh, to to uh, um, indicate that we're we're going to set a time limit on those pieces of equipment as well.
7: Thank you. I understand. I'm getting some pushback from our maintenance division as well, especially on lawn mowers. We are usually using <clears throat> two things. One, a large scale lawn mower that's battery powered, which is working great. We're also purchased some smaller lawn mowers, and they don't have the battery life that is usually needed for the use that we have. So I'm pushing our folks to try to understand uh, how we can make this work in the timeframe that uh, Commissioner Palmer just mentioned. So we're working on it. Um, I simply wanted to make sure to talk to you folks uh, before we put something together in the next couple of weeks and then bounce it back off of you as well. So I'm glad I mentioned it. I got a little bit of direction from you folks. So many thanks, I appreciate it. Yeah, um,
4: let, me, let me just add one, one other um, comment. The, the recommendation from the commission that Mark spent a lot of time on. By the way, actually has a timeline in it, a recommended timeline. So I just want to make sure that's referenced, you know, as part of this process. Yeah,
7: yeah, sounds good.
2: And if you have, and, a, counter, I- if you have a counter to that, you know, putting it through to Greg and Mark, who are on that energy subcommittee, for a little back and forth off off cycle of this monthly meeting, is the way we generally work to move through these things and then convene at these monthly meetings. So, so yeah, I mean, provided you guys are talking through it and um, going back and forth on it, sounds like that's the way to move forward and get you comfortable and- And,
7: and everybody yeah. else too. That sounds good. So if it, if it's not too much in position, I'll reach out to Mark and Greg when we get this drafted and then bounce it off you folks with all these help and uh, move it forward.
5: Thank you. Yeah, sounds good. One other mention uh, is that in in the draft that we supplied, uh, we did outline the three uh, co- components: residential, commercial, and municipal. And I I would have to think that the residential lawnmowers would certainly be um, up to speed by this point, and we could cut, uh, you know, eliminate the commercial and, and municipal. But I'd like to be as as aggressive as we can um, going forward
7: understood so I'm sorry I messed up our agenda a little bit
2: <laughs> I know. well you know yeah I know we're, we're we're not following the rules
6: I did the same I did the <laughs> same
2: so, okay. so let's let's move on we can we can keep talking about that in the energy subcommittee um, uh, update item so we're gonna move on to approval of minutes the um, the next item is the approval of the meeting minutes from the regular meeting on March 10th Do I have a motion and a second to approve?
4: Motion to approve.
6: Second to
3: approve.
6: I will call roll. Um, Commissioner Cornelia. Aye. Commissioner Palmer. Aye. Commissioner Thompson. Aye. And then uh, Chair Wiley. Uh, we only need the four, right? Because
2: no, you you have to go through all of the commissioners, and I think the alternate is non-voting. Um, well, it, do I
6: ask Reza as well? Because he wasn't here for that, anyways.
2: Oh, uh, and probably didn't read the meetings in the hours.
6: Um, yeah.
2: <laughs> Good point. He couldn't.
6: you wouldn't he be, could able be, be able to train, vouch for
2: it. Maybe I don't know the rules. That sounds like a fine print in the rules. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, so I'm an I.
6: So I think we have four.
5: So the motion carries.
2: Thank you. All right. We're going to move uh, into
5: uh, just for the for the minutes. Uh, could I have the names of the uh, people who made the motion and second? Greg uh, yeah, I
8: motioned. I seconded.
5: Thank you.
2: For business items, uh, our next agenda item. Uh, We're gonna move into uh, two of them tonight. Uh, We don't have external speakers, new commissioners. This is where we would typically invite in speakers. We have presentations. Today, we're gonna talk about uh, a couple of programs. The first one is the Ride and Drive Clean EV program. And uh, Greg, are you gonna intro this one or are we going right to Ali?
6: Yeah,
4: I'm hoping that Ali has an update.
6: (laughs) Yeah, I was hoping Kevin would stay on the line, Um, but I worked with, uh, so, I guess this has been in the works since November, December, and it kind of slipped through the cracks with planning and then the transition through DPW. Um, So Kevin has it in hand. Um, I think he's, the last that I heard was that he needed to have council sign it, that he can't sign it himself. Um, So that's where we are with that. I know that the program ends, I think at the end of the month, and they only have... One more show, Uh, I think they do like a car show to promote EV charging, EV vehicles, other green energy um, uh, equipment. And I know the big one is next month or next week uh, in Mill Valley. And I think there might be one more webinar, but I know the program ends and we're just kind of trying to hurry up and get Sausalito on board um, so that they can participate.
2: So we want we and we wanted to do this for an event not a webinar
6: right like that, we I mean, yeah we did i mean pr- preferably sausly would want its own event um and there was talks about doing it at the car intelligence um, off bridgeway um but they're still figuring out the logistics if they can do that then in such short amount of time
2: okay. So, so what's the need, the action is council and by council signature, do you mean like the mayor or do you mean the whole council? And- well, I
6: think it needs to go to the council meeting to get voted upon because it's a contract with Cool Cool the Earth um, and also the TAM uh,
1: grant.
2: Okay. Um, so I'm looking at Melissa's, uh, Melissa sent the, uh she did not have this particular one in her update um okay so the timeline is that we have to get it in front of sydney city council as a as a consent item can it get on consent at the next meeting
6: the next meeting would be the 26th i think we can get it on there for that
2: and then whether whether it's
6: consent or not i don't know but we can get it on
2: fit in with their timeline though is this is this a pointless exercise Oh. I, I
6: All, almost. Um,
2: it, it, I feel like every time we talk, it's it's like oh, a city council needs to do it, but we never really get the answer if it's actually a consent, if it's an item for discussion, or if it really does need to go there or not. If it's well, if it's that's what I was hoping. We're Kep- not paying any money, are we?
6: Uh, well, in the contract uh, cool earth wanted the, uh, I think it was $2,500 just to sign their contract. So they wanted that from the onslaught. So then I think Kevin was like, well, we can't sign this contract. They wanted money. Where's this money going to come from? I mean, whether it's a general fund or is a DPW, is it planning? They weren't what, sure.
2: What wasn't it always not cost?
4: It, it, it's re- fully reimbursed. Yeah but the reimbursement takes time. So there's upfront cost, and then it gets reimbursed. Yeah.
2: I got it,
6: got it, got it. And it's only $2,500, but you know, logistically, we just need to know where the money's coming from and from who.
2: Right, it's a reimbursement, right, right, right. Okay, so, uh, all right, well, with Melissa not here, we just need to see what needs to happen.
6: But it's on my radar. I know I just got it about two weeks ago, so i I was hot and heavy on this, trying to get it figured out for today's meeting, and okay. then I was hoping Melissa would be on so I could see if yes, she does need to sign it, or does it does need to go to council, or if Kevin could just sign it.
2: I mean, my personal view is this is way too much like busy work for for a webinar, for a webinar, for an event cool, like, let's make it happen if we can. But if this is all going to (laughs) be a webinar, everyone is so webinar fatigued, there's gonna be like one person that shows up. So uh, that's my personal view about a webinar involving cars. So like, I think the point is that we want people to see the cars and feel what it's like to plug in a car and ask questions with the car in front of them. And that is the value of this experience, not like, a webinar that they could go on YouTube and probably find somewhere.
6: Yeah. So I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place. Like I want to help promote this event. I know that's running out of time and I don't know if Annika's from, from cool to earth can put something together. Yeah. I don't.
2: Greg, what do you think? You, you know, the most about it.
6: Um. Yeah,
4: no, it's, it, it was intended to be in an event and promotions and, you know, the, the, the rest of the jurisdictions in the county are all participating and we are not. (laughs) And it was in Heidi's hand for the initial, um, process of getting this approved and then things changed. And, you know, so it's, um, unfortunate we didn't just jump on it and do it. It's, it's, um, it would be nice if we could figure it out with annika you know and it just if if city council needs to approve it um what
2: can yeah. i ask a question why is there a deadline because their campaign is ending
4: yeah they had, their campaign was for the spring it was specifically this you know i think it was march started in march and ending in the end of april or something yeah
2: and is that like the reason why the campaign can't extend is 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 there we asked if it can extend if there's interest like
6: i mean can we give can we give them a condition that we would go forward with this if they give us a real life event
2: But yet like creatively I'm thinking, hey, you know what? We have jazz and blues by the bay starting in the beginning of June. We have a parking lot right next door to it. And that's where our EV chargers are maybe gonna go. Like, like maybe we could combine efforts and there's a bunch of people here and then like and and we could, you know, have a conversation about what we can do creatively together to to move it forward despite these clunky, the clunky start of it all. And that gives the city more time to figure out their piece of it. I'm just suggesting maybe we have a conversation that's a little less transactional with them and more about look we couldn't get this done it's not going to happen can we think about maybe doing something off cycle of your campaign because we love the idea and we want to promote Cool Earth and all of that I would just say you know see what it's like if they say maybe even if I mean yeah I would that would be my suggestion
6: Greg do you want to have so that we'll conversation with her yeah, I can uh, reach out to Aunt. yeah. Okay. It was, Does it so our time. Our Does t-
2: anyone else have opinions about it?
4: So let me confirm though, our timing would likely be May, right, or June. And
2: I mean, yeah. Just so I can be
4: clear to her, like, okay, we're we're gonna get this approved. It's gonna go to city council. I mean, she's been on it with us for a while, and. We can come back and say, you know, this is going to get approved. It's just taking more time. Can we work together on the right timing and location, like you're saying, Lauren, on on the media events? And that's, I'll, I'll see what she comes back with.
2: Yeah, just it, it's more about, can we do this off this campaign? Can you make an exception for yeah. us? We, we, we're dragging our feet. Okay. So we, but we love the idea. We love the organization. We love the concept. Yeah. Because yeah, it doesn't sound like we're going to get into a city council meeting and then four days later.
6: Yeah, she'd be able to put up a webinar, but not certainly not an event.
2: And a webinar with no promotion time.
6: Yeah.
2: yeah. Okay. So, Greg, you're going to be speaking to them. And, and is this running through transportation subcommittee?
4: Um, it can't yeah I mean it was originally started out there yeah.
2: Okay all right so that will continue to be on transportation subcommittee plates, pushing for an alternative option uh, and then if you find out magically that there's no city council signature requirement and you find out new information we all still agree because I believe we voted on this before we're all we yes we want this event but it sounds like we do not we're not interested in a webinar, or is that just my opinion?
6: I don't I don't know if there was ever a Sausalito event. Was there was there? I know that there's one in Novato, there's one in Mill Valley. Was there one in Sausalito if we had participated? Oh, if yeah, I think I think it was
4: an option and it was never there was never a location or timing discussed because this was never, yeah. So um, we can find out if that's something that can happen, yeah.
2: I mean, a webinar is fine if we have time to promote it. But if it's like a mad rush, I don't think it's worth it. But if we have time to promote it, and we have time to maybe then, and if depending on what the content is, then maybe it's fine. But that's, I literally know nothing about it. So I would defer to you and Andrew and David and yeah.
3: I just went to their website. It looks like they have a webinar in on May May fourth. Is that the one? Is that the same company? Right and clean, right and drive clean dot Yeah,
7: that's. They have like
3: a few events, like one in a car show in Mill Valley Middle School. And there's one in Nevada, which
6: uh, today I think or yesterday.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah, they
4: have a they, have a, first,
3: they it's a webinar.
4: They have an ongoing program to. Okay. Do everything they can to get EVs, you know, going. And so this particular thing was a spring program with funding from TAM to have each jurisdiction have a location for an event, as well as promote their webinars and their other things, their other, you know, um, campaign events and things like that. So they they were trying to coordinate this across the county. Um, to have it really resonate and be you know, be participation from each jurisdiction and have event in each jurisdiction. So we can go back them and say, our timing is late, we're sorry, let's talk about an event, you know, coming up in say May or June, like I'll, I'll look at the schedule for, um, when does the um, music stuff start, is it
2: June? 3rd third, third of June.
4: Okay, so that's an interesting way to, to approach it. So we can go back and say, um, it makes sense for us to align this with, you know, a Sausalito event such as, um, you know, the music event starting the jazz and blues festival starting in June. Can we do that?
2: And and you know, if this is not if if you've, if there's a reason, I mean, they have other things I'm sure on their agenda. They've got a reason. They had an end date, and if it doesn't work for them, I mean, maybe we try and promote a couple of the webinars on current, like you know. The, the one on May 4th, right? And and just yeah. sort of, can we promote a webinar though without, if it's a public webinar on the website, we don't have to transact a, a, a reimbursable fund to, or is it, it's not, you you have to, it's not a free open re- webinar, Reza, the one you're looking at?
1: Um,
3: I don't know. I don't think, I mean, I can't click on it. You have That'd to, be, I think it, it might be, you have to donate. Uh,
2: mm, okay, so the city would get like a pass. Okay, get it. And, uh, well, maybe you guys can just find out our options. And, and um, but I, I just meant to say, we don't, this is a great campaign they're offering. We don't wanna make demands. We wanna just suggest ideas. And then you know what, if it works out that it's better but their next campaign will be further along with our EV strategy anyway, and maybe it'll the timing will be better then because we'll know exactly where our EV chargers are gonna be. Maybe we plan an event and it's next to where we're gonna have EV chargers and people can imagine this is where the chargers are gonna be and all of that fun stuff. So we'll get it done at some point if they <clears throat> do it again and we miss it this time. Okay. okay. So- did everyone get the, what they need out of that agenda item?
5: Well, I, I wanted to chime in. I, I just think I, I wanted to register my, register my disappointment in the fact that the city couldn't get it together. And its I know it's not your fault, Ali, uh, but, you know, for $2,500 that's reimbursable, it seems like a very um, weak effort to, to get this thing going. And I, I agree with you, Lauren, that, you know, we're webinared out and that Especially with something like electric vehicles you got to touch and feel and take a ride and and you know see it up close and in person and I, I just think that uh, you know the event is really the central part of this and and we really are, are missing the boat by by putting it off uh, you know hopefully we, we can still pull it off in the future but you know uh, we've had a lot of time to, to figure it out and, and it's just not not happening and I you know I'm not putting fingers at any particular person, but I just wanted to, you know, uh, uh, transportation is our highest uh, uh, greenhouse gas footprint in, in Marin County and, and in Sausalito. And, and we have one public EV charger. And, you know, we have a, a million Teslas, but you know, there's no public place to, to charge them up. And, you know, we it's our job to really promote Electric vehicle use, and, and you know the state is going great guns on it, and uh, I just think we're we're unfortunately falling behind and missing the boat. Thank you.
4: Well, it's it's true, Mark, and we've been we've been working on this for a long, long time in terms of trying to get EV chargers installed in multiple locations, and you know providing a proposal. And on and on with all the funding coming from TAM and, and MCE, and it was it was unfortunate that we had a you know meeting with MCE and the guy who runs their charging program called Sausalito a charging desert. That was not a good day.
1: <laughs>
2: uh, we certainly have our goal for the yeah. year.
1: Um,
2: okay. All right, so Greg, you're calling them, see what magic you might be able to come up with. Yeah. Or not, or this is still very much on our wish list. And there's an Ollie, you're gonna wait to see what Greg says, but you're also gonna, you know, keep your something. Okay, yeah. we're all clear on that one. Anyone else want to share? Okay, let's move on to the next one. Um, this is a, a really great presentation that, that Mark uh, reached out uh, with uh, during the past month. Um, it's one of those ones that I'm really excited about because it just seems, you know, it's, it's it's one of those things that Mark does such a great job of of just finding and and saying, hey, let's talk about this. So Mark, over to you to talk about Green, green Business.
5: Great, thank you very much. Uh, So about a year ago, I suggested this as an agenda item, and for uh, one reason or another, it really never got to the top of the list. So I'm glad that uh, Lauren sees the value of uh, having this presentation today. So I'm I'm going to share my screen here. So we're going to talk about the Marin County Green Business Program. And I was in touch with uh, Mark Chabria at the county uh, who operates this program. And his contact information is is on the last slide. But uh, the uh, Green Business Program, let's see. Okay, Uh, yeah. So the areas of focus are uh, reduced water use, uh, conserving energy, uh, sustainable commuting, Uh, pollution prevention, uh, non-toxic cleaners, uh, avoiding waste, recycling materials, and hiring local vendors. Um, There obviously it's good for the environment, uh, can help businesses save money, and improve employee wellness and productivity. Uh, The uh, uh, businesses also enjoy marketing edge and receive recognition as environmental leaders by our local city or county. Uh, What the county does, and this is uh, a county function, it doesn't require staff time of the city uh, except for perhaps the uh, promotion of businesses that are in compliance, is that they start off with a phone consult, they actually do an audit with the water district uh, and other um, county agencies. Uh, They complete the online checklist, uh, includes another site visit, a follow-up report and then the business completes their final action items and then they get get certified in the end. Um, The benefits include a sustainability framework. You can see all these, I don't have to read them all, Uh, but there is national recognition. It's part of a national program. There's a directory listing, uh, an app for shopping green, so these uh, businesses can be more easily uh, found and, and recognized. And the metrics are reportable, too, so you can see actually how these businesses are doing in terms of energy and water and waste and, and toxic reduction. Some of the businesses in Sausalito that have already been certified are YMCA Bonita Point, uh, the SWA Group, Saluna Health Incorporated, uh, Pacific High Cleaners, uh, Marin House Cleaning, uh, The Life Factory, uh, Growing Image Landscape, Marin Head, uh, Headlands Hostel, uh, BSSP, uh, Bank of Marin, Whole uh, Health uh, Marketing, and the Regen Regen Partners, uh, Kathy Schaefer Architecture, Good Stuff Partners, Bay Area Discovery Museum, American Solar Corps, and uh, they they all have gone through this county program, but they're not receiving any kind of uh, support or uh, uh, recognition by the city. And I think that that's the thing that we can do is is to uh, uh participate in this with with uh the assistance of of mark at, at the county to get uh, not only recognition for these existing build businesses but uh, incentivize and encourage uh, all businesses and every business in sausalito to become uh, green certified as, as a california green business so, uh, so that's the end of the presentation i'm happy to take any questions
2: Questions, comments? All right, fine. I'll comment. You know, I'll comment on it. Oh, Andrew, are you going to (laughs) comment? Someone other than me. Um, uh, I already said I love it, but I mean, the the ideas of, I mean, yes, I um, uh, I have outreach on the mind because that's a subcommittee that I'm on. um, But in particular, it struck me that there's one landscaping company on there and we are about to do the, you know, the the promotion of, you know, the transition away from Gaspar leaf blowers. This is an example of a very uh, close tie-in. Um I think that recognition is so, the the fact that this doesn't require any city staff and it's just about outreach is remarkable. Uh, Being able to profile on our website and have a special section on the Sausalito website that lists all these businesses and links to them. Ali, I would ask you, is there a way that you can just make, see if that is possible? Typically we wouldn't promote businesses on the website, but they are a part of a county program. Can we do that? Otherwise we can certainly link to the Marin Green Business program and say, we really love this, go here and they can go look on their website. But I think one step further would be linking all of them, boom, 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 and give them some promo. We could spotlight them on, you know, in currents and say, you know, for the list of Sausalito green businesses, go here, it makes it easier to do outreach if it's on our website individually, but if not, we can link to the county. But I mean, there's just a litany of things. And then when you see all this promo going, I would think others would wanna be involved. And I get that most of the businesses there aren't sort of our you know, front facing businesses, but we should get them there. And um, I just think it's there's a lot of room for, for exciting uh, implementation that we could do. I think Mark and I talked offline, it kind of feels like it sits more in the outreach area um so you know i personally would would be very happy to see it sit and move into the outreach area to, to incubate and see what we can do with it um anyone have any other comments about it ideas
6: what are other cities doing or mark did, did or did mark from the county say Fe is doing it this way or this is how they're promoting it and we can kind of piggyback on those ideas
5: uh, I'm not sure about that. I know that he, um, um, uh, a year ago when I talked with him about this, um, mm. indicated that he, he'd be happy to um, make a presentation to our, our, our commission. And I just took an initiative upon myself to, you know, take some slides from him and um, take, take the businesses from Sausalito that were on the list and, and you know, make a little presentation about them. Uh, if we do want more uh, information from him I'm sure he'd be glad to come and share uh, I don't really have any information about other cities in Marin and, and what they're doing uh, uh, but I'm sure mark could answer that question
3: okay do, do they um, so like how long does like certification like for them like does is there an expiration date do they actually revisit the businesses once they're on their certified list oh, that's know? a
5: good question i i don't know but you know with any type of certification it would be advisable to have a recertification after a certain time period um that's that's a great question
8: we, um, I mean, our, uh, I'm thinking just generally in terms of the requirements of this, like we did the single uh, use plastic ban, like, are there certain sort of requirements that could fold into some of the things that we're trying to promote? So companies in Sausalito to get sort of certified within our town have to meet the requirements of sort of, to Lauren's point, you know, on landscapers not using, uh, you know, gas powered lawnmowers, et cetera. Like, what are the other requirements that we could you know, ninja our way into sort of the requirements for our
5: town. Yeah. Good question.
2: Yeah. And that, that Andrew fits in with, you know, we've talked with our, our, on our waste situation and eventually, you know, getting the, we've talked about the badge, the, you know, green Sausalito and what that means. And so, does our Green Sassolito criteria, which is single-use plastic band stuff, and SB 1383? Like, do are they looking at SB 1383? If they did, that is really valuable information to know because that helps with that execution. Um, so, yeah, uh, all good questions.
5: Well, certainly on on, S, on the on the, the the recycling end of it, and composting, uh, you know, uh, since it, it, that's state law, uh, any businesses going forward that would become certified, I'm sure would have to be in compliance with that. Mm-hmm. So uh, it may not have applied in the past, but uh, you know, recycling and, and composting has been part of the program, but I don't know how ex- uh, extensive it's been.
8: Are there, do we, Mark, do you know if there are any benefits that accrue to those people who are members other than uh, sort of the the green halo and sort of the you know marketability of the sort of the stamp of approval.
5: Well, I, I think you hit the nail on the head. You know, it's it's the stamp of approval and, and marketability. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, giving people that are looking for businesses that have an environmental uh, track record um, a leg up uh, in in gaining new business.
8: Yeah. I'm curious if we've ever talked to the, the city and I don't know if there's budget or if there is, you know, sort of room to incentivize, I think carrots go a long way. Um, and if we had our own sort of designation of what a sort of green business is, and again, sort of use it as a catch-all for everything that we are trying to promote as a sustainability commission, if we could incentivize somehow businesses to do that, And I mean, you know, maybe we could even have a conversation with the economic development group. Uh, Maybe, you know, I'm throwing this out there. This is maybe ridiculous, but maybe permits are expedited for, you know, sort of businesses who are, you know, green and everyone knows how challenging permits are within the, the city. So maybe there is some zero cost, but sort of, you know, high opportunity cost sort of incentive that could be tied to being accredited as a green business in town, because I think that would move the needle pretty quickly if there was some benefit to those businesses.
5: I might mention that in the PowerPoint, uh, there's links to all those businesses uh, behind the logo. And, and if you click on those, uh, almost every one of them has the green business the county green business logo on their website. So they're very proud of that. And, and some, some businesses actually you know have a description of the, the county program and how, they're in compliance with it and, and have been recognized. So it, it's uh, definitely uh, seen it as a value to those who have been certified.
2: Yeah, I think there's, there's just so much tie in and just connecting dots with people on the things that now are coming down from the state and the things that we've been doing, right? And the passing of the climate emergency resolution. And, you know, it, again, as you all know, and uh, Nick and Reza, I'm coming after you in about 10 minutes (laughs) on heavy recruiting because I've been alone on, on, uh, on outreach, you know, for, I don't know, since May of last year. So um, there's a lot that with someone to actually, you know, help move forward some of these things now that we're coming out of the pandemic and we're starting events again. It feels like everything is coalescing around more movement forward on community outreach. And this is a great example of you know business community outreach. So I'm I'm all for exploring it further. And in my mind, exploring it further would mean maybe the the outreach team meeting with with is it Mark? Um is that is that the leader name?
5: Yes. Yeah. Mark
2: um, Chabria. To, to pass on some of these questions, you know, just to, you know, brainstorm a little bit more. And then to maybe come back and just say, hey, here's what we're thinking. Um,
5: and I will uh, send that PowerPoint to Ali so he can post that in the uh, the uh, agenda for, or, or the, the meeting minutes for next next month. Yeah.
2: And if we find that in the meeting, there's a whole other path of things that, you know, if you spoke with them a year ago, maybe there's a whole other thing. Maybe they offer additional services. Maybe there's something um, new that we learned Then maybe we just have him back to reconnect on the topic as well. Um, so I guess the question is, and perhaps this is the vote because it's a business item, is, is do I have a move for this to be picked up Put in the outreach subcommittee as a home to move forward and pursue um, a a promotion of Sausalito businesses becoming uh, Marin green businesses
5: so moved second
2: oh all right so um Yeah, roll call.
6: That's a roll call for you all. Is that a roll call? Okay. Uh, Commissioner Palmer. Aye. Uh, Commissioner Cornelia. Aye. Commissioner Jalali. Aye. Um, Co-chair Thompson. Aye. And Chair Wiley. Aye. Do I need to reach out to Abbott?
2: not yet oh not yet for that one no we we need to flesh it out a little bit more and decide what we want to do what's what our approach is i think okay um would be my preference um so let's move into uh housekeeping and committee updates next uh section starting with um city council liaison update via text message (laughs) Uh, i will read out from melissa who apologizes for Not being able to be here uh, today. Her first very enthusiastic update was that we uh, are welcoming uh, new members of the commission. So we have covered that. And um, Melissa is our city council liaison and we'll be excited to. You probably, I maybe met her during your interview process. Um, We still do need a a liaison, a 94965 liaison. Um, So and we'll, we'll actually get to that topic a little bit later on in the agenda in outreach as well. Um, she did update that the leaf blower ordinance is on the future agenda items list. So I guess it's in a long list of, of items that need to be going up to city council, but she thinks that they'll either hear it at the April 26th meeting or May 10th. So I'm not sure, um, hopefully that guidance that Kevin asked for was that was helpful because it looks like it it could be in you know just over t- what twelve days perhaps that 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 happens. Um, the let's see, there's I'll leave that that one on the MCE comment one Greg for you to cover within your subcommittee. I'm not sure what that is. The MC resiliency, do you know what I'm talking about, Craig?
4: Yeah, that'll be in the um, energy.
2: Um, The housing element survey for all residents that hopefully you will have all seen in the Sausalito Currents, hopefully you received that. But the deadline for that is coming up. It asks all residents for um, guidance on priorities. And she was just suggesting that the commission weigh in. I did my survey. a couple of weeks ago. Um, so I encourage all of you to weigh in as as individuals. I think there's one per household.
6: I think the deadline is tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Okay, so, that, so do that tonight then finish. <laughs> um, so EV chargers, uh, the update was on the, the EV charger update was on the consent calendar. They are waiting for MCE to confirm funding but we will have two tier twos in lot two was the update, but- Ali probably
4: to... knows the latest two on this. Yeah, Is we can so talk about it in
1: transportation. Now? Yeah, okay.
2: okay. So we'll hear more, more to be revealed. Um, sea level rise task force giving an update at their next meeting, the next city council meeting. Grant writers are focusing on climate change. So if, any of you have any ideas, if we, as for topics um, or grants uh, that they should be applying for, we, we should be sharing. They are specifically focusing on climate change. So this would be something that if you already know about grants in the particular areas you work in, if you're reading about things, if you know people who have money to give, they want to hear from us. And that was it for the city council liaison update. Does anyone have any questions for Melissa? I'm happy to pass on any follow-up questions. Okay. Waste subcommittee update. This is gonna be brief. Um and uh I, I know Greg has been waiting and I thought you had to leave, Greg. Yeah, it well, it's, it's
1: getting close, but I'm okay. Yeah, okay. you can go ahead. Um, yeah, you can go ahead.
2: Well, my update is to say next month, we're going to have a giant update on waste because the consultants are going to be back. This is a big deadline. Our grant cycle is ending and on the end of this month. We'll have the, um, the grant, the, the report for you. So we're going to be really waste heavy next month. So let's stay light this month. Um, I will say that there is on April 19th, the county, the board of supervisors is voting on um, an incentivization ordinance to basically, it's an ordinance to incentivize, uh, to bring reusables to first food service in Marin. So basically sit down would be required to be reusable and disposable are required to be compostable and not free. Like if you, if you want to do takeout, you got to pay a surcharge of 25% or sorry, 25 cents. So if you recall, this is that one that's been in the works for a while that we were waiting on when we were doing our send use plastic. So we've sort of covered a lot of this already. This was the big heavy one, we knew it was going to be a little bit more um, have a little bit more oomph to it, have some penalty or incentivization built in this is what we're waiting for. It's and we were trying to prime the businesses with, hey, this this one's coming, so let us help you get there first, right? Let's help you get a leg up on what you're gonna get from the county. Well, it's here, and the vote on it is on the 19th. So you can go to reusablemarin.org forward slash take dash action to share your voice with the the supervisors. That is reusablemarin.org. Forward slash take dash action, so that's uh, that's related to waste and very tied into our single use plastic ban and really taking it to the next there. Um, Greg, did you have anything to add about waste?
1: No, other than what we what we've been working on on SB thirteen eighty three, uh, it's been pretty pretty straightforward at this point. It's all requirements. I think Ali. No, it has been working too on on some stuff, and we've been trading emails and working with the R3 Consulting when they gave you all that update. So, I think the or, the ordinance was done and the initial compliance report was done. Is that correct, Ali? I think that's right. Yes. Oh, so we're on track. Okay. We will have to we will have to connect about uh, what is it route reviews and waivers. Yep. Yep. And then I think, yeah, I think that was pushed that not pushed off on us, but that's for us to do and being part of. Yep.
6: Yeah. And how much we will take on or what we need to do to sign off on what we need to share some responsibility and just, we just need to talk about who's doing what.
1: Yes, correct.
2: Okay. So, and, and so before we lose you, Greg, I just wanted to, and this kind of pivots into outreach. Um, is that you will be on Earth Day, on the Earth Day Friday and Saturday cleanup at Marin City, which has been advertised in Currents. You're going to be doing an e-waste drive. Is that correct? Or you're
1: well, though no, I think um, uh, you're, you're, you're,
2: you're, you're Felicia Gaston,
1: to their yeah, yeah, we, we're sponsoring it. We're providing services for uh, Marin City. For, um, they're going to have a green dumpster and then they're going to have a couple other areas for cleanup and we're all we're part of that. They have already set up a, um, an e-waste event with the Conservation Corps, so that's going to be happening also on that day. Yeah, so we have, we did we did sponsor and we're listed on the sponsorship. Yes.
2: So and the conserve the e-waste tribe is, with the conservation is, is there.
1: Yep, that's yep. They're going to have an e-waste event there, and okay. then I, I'm I'm I've been in contact with them because we were supposed to be on a calendar for a, an event like this month and I just contacted the guy it was I think it was supposed to be in May and he said he didn't he didn't have anything on the calendar but I had I had an email so I reminded him of it so I'm going to follow back up with him and then I could maybe get one maybe for June for us I'm thinking and then put it in our newsletter that's going to be coming up here pretty quick okay so we'll have one in Sausalito specific
2: so are you going to be down there then on Friday Saturday
1: uh, I I don't know how much I'm going to be down there because we're, we're we're providing the dumpsters we're providing the big okay. boxes that. Right? Right. so yeah
2: Especially so, I'm not going to be, gonna be
1: at, I'm not going to be manning the e waste event.
2: At you. You're not going to be okay.
1: Way. No, yeah, I'm not going to be manning the e waste event. No. Okay. All
2: right. All right. Um, Okay. Good to know. All right. So, so anything else on waste before I continue on outreach? Okay. So, I'll just keep moving into outreach. Um, so as I mentioned, you know, there's a lot I think imminent, a lot to organize when when hopefully we we get a, a full committee. Um, but it's it's Earth Month, um, so I know uh, that you know I mean I'm it's it's a tremendously busy time for everything. You just go online, you see everything Earth Month. There's a ton to engage with, um, but as you know, we don't have a lot of channels to engage. We have Sausalito currents. I did just get a talk from Melissa answering a question that I had sent in um, and Abbott has said that he will put in whatever we want for, for Earth Day, which happens to fall on Friday, which is when currents goes out. So with that now known, hopefully the ideal is that we have at the top, we have an Earth Day message and this is where we celebrate and announce with prominence our climate emergency resolution um, and say, you know, go here to learn about what our commission is working on. I will draft uh, a story, um, but, and I can comment very high level on, you know, the waste, pieces greg i will reach out to you and and ask you to contribute on um, energy and you know what those tidbits are but essentially consolidating our update from the december 7th city council update and our priorities plus our new you know successes earlier this year in a very short you know uh, work something that sits on the website so the actions there are really with me to do a story with Um, some subcommittee uh, um, buy-in and if if there's other people on the subcommittee to help, you know, craft the story, great. Um, Ali, can you just make sure you know who to reach out to or know how to um, set up some sort of, I think it's like a news item page that we can have on our website. So this is kind of like a standalone, is it? 500 words, 300 words, give me some direction. But our objective is that we, Abbott can't put all of our stuff in currents. It has to be short. So we want to link to something on the Sausalito website. Okay. Worst case scenario, if we get, if we it's like, no way, you can't have it. Greg, Christy, I'm coming to you and we'll put it over on the face of these roughies if you allow us.
1: That's yes, no problem. <laughs> Whatever we need to do.
2: Thank you. Um, so we'll get something up that's next Friday so that's kind of a you know we can't we, we gotta we gotta get that going um there's, there's lots of good news that we we have to shout about the other thing um I was just gonna say is you know back to the Earth Day activities I would love to see you know you all in person um I think the only person that I well Reza, I've actually met you in, through with Greg. I, right? I haven't? Didn't we meet each other through Greg? Yeah.
3: I think so. so. It was in the well, women's club, I think.
2: Was okay, it? yeah, the the holiday fair thing. You yep. came to yeah. So, um, uh, anyway, Earth Day. There's the e-waste and the city cleanup in Marin City. You can go to Currents and read about that. That's both Friday and Saturday from ten to three. Sausalito Beautiful is doing uh, an activity on April 23rd. That's Saturday at 930 at the Phillips Campus Garden in Marin City as well. So there's just a lot of cool action going on on Saturday. I will be there um, and I'll probably start at the garden right at the beginning. And that's also an opportunity for us to meet people in the community. who are there, we, we want to try and get someone to be aware that we have a 90265 representative spot here. So it's a great way to just meet people and find out who's doing sustainability stuff in Marin City and if anyone is interested in joining forces. So um, if anyone's interested you guys got my email or ask Ollie for my email or you know, I won't give out my number on a public meeting, but you know, just text me and like, let's meet up and, and go represent the commission together. We can't talk business because of the Brown Act unless there's less than three of us. But other than that, it's a great opportunity to be on our first event out together. Um, that's all, that's all for now. Um, by the way, at the end of this housekeeping section, I told Reza and Nick already this, but other commission members, um, we're going to be assigning new open outreach spots at the end of the the whole agenda item. So I wanted um, the new members to hear what we're doing and then be able to fit in. And and, um, for our new commission member who is not here this evening, we'll, we'll make sure to, I think there'll be room somewhere, I'm sure. Next up is supposed to be equity liaison, but that's David, he's not here. Um, over to Greg, Marin County Liaison.
4: Yeah, a lot's going on in the county. Um, I think we mentioned before there's a, a new nonprofit that the county has set up that's based on the old drawdown initiative. And now it's turning into a separate independent nonprofit so that it can move a lot faster than a county jurisdiction process. And it's called Marin Can. And I am officially now an advisor to it <laughs> as the Sausalito person uh, on the, you know, helping us have input to that uh, nonprofit to help really accelerate um, countywide initiatives and transportation being our biggest emissions category and natural gas, our second biggest. Those are two top items that this nonprofit is going to help address. And that we will have input on, and that we will benefit from. That's that's the plan. Uh, that's the update for Marin.
2: I was taking notes. Can you can you repeat the two things that they're going to be focused on? I missed
4: that. Yeah, the, the, it's a it's two items that are priority. Not that those are the only two items. It's going to be transportation and 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 gas, basically electrification. So oh. the same as our, you know knowledge and observation that we have 94% of our emissions in those two categories, the county gets that also. And so those will be two very high priority um, uh, initiatives for the the nonprofit.
2: Uh, I'll just add to the Marin update that you all might have seen. um, Some of you might have seen because it was sent to the Sausalito Commission mailbox. There's a master's student from Stanford who's working with Santa Clara County and had researched and discovered that, uh, you know, Sausalito was a great commission and was interested in talking about, you know, how we're structured and some of our learnings. And and so I uh, responded on behalf of the group to say, sure, I'd be happy to chat. That chat happened actually this morning. Um, So... um, uh greg i i was trying i didn't know the name and i was trying to describe the the sort of spun off nonprofit. i spoke about our commission and i said um that there were other folks that would probably be good to talk to and and so if you don't mind i might recommend your name and and then alex portashower's name
4: yeah that's perfect yep
2: yeah so um yeah just letting you know i responded
5: Mark, yeah. Greg, is that Marin Can, is that all one word? All one, all
4: one word and C-A-N is all caps.
5: <laughs> it does C-A-N, is that an acronym or just like a verb? <laughs> I think it's probably yeah, it's a verb. Climate
2: Action Network?
5: Climate Action Network?
4: I don't know. I, that's a good question. Good enough. There you go.
2: Um, it's a pretty uh, intuitive acronym. If so,
4: yeah. I didn't hear the story behind that, so I don't know. But we can find out.
5: <laughs> At least I know how to spell it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and I don't know if there's anything online yet for it. They're still establishing it, but um, it's coming. So yeah.
3: there is Greg. I I was just um, oh good,
1: good. For, yeah good.
3: I can uh, I can send the I don't know. Uh, Send we don't name. have
2: our chat enabled <laughs> this um,
7: yeah.
2: um, Okay, great. Anyone else on Marin? Okay, Sea Level Rise Task Force Liaison Update. Greg?
4: Yeah, nothing uh, new here other than the task force is going, as, as we found out from Melissa, they're going to be presenting at a city council meeting. And essentially, it's looking at the options for how we would address sea level rise and obviously um, folk are not focused but emphasizing you know natural solutions but also you know what happens in the marine ship right that's low to the low to the ocean if you will and um, how does that work to help protect you know the key areas that are going to be affected by sea level rise so that's in process as a, a study you know, experts in the task force and then presenting to the city council. Um, It's a whole category of things I don't have expertise in, so I don't have a lot of detail around it other than that that task force is doing really good work to bring to the city recommendations for how we would address this. And there's also lots of funding um, at the state level um, to help support what we would need to do. What we don't have is the actual plan yet or the next steps or you know city council agreeing to anything that's coming.
2: Okay, great. Thank you for that. Sticking with you and Mark, energy subcommittee update, please.
4: Yeah, all right. Um Mark, do you wanna start with the electrification ordinance update? Sure.
5: Thanks, Greg. Um, so as I mentioned last uh, meeting, um, I have been invited to participate in the Marin County Technical Working Group by Brian Rays, the Sustainability Planner, and they held their first meeting on uh, the 20... Uh, two weeks ago, I can't remember the date right now, uh, and it was fairly well attended. Uh, there were three representatives from San Rafael, two from Corta Madera, two, two from Mill Valley, these are all building officials, except for me, I was kind of the fly on the wall, who's not a building official. Uh, two, two from Sausalito, uh, one from Novato, one from Belvedere, and then Leanne Hoadley from Marine Clean Energy, MCE, was, was in attendance. Uh, not represented were uh, San Anselmo, Tiburon, Ross, Fairfax, and Larkspur. Uh, there, in that last group, uh, there are several people that were invited but uh, were not able, uh, or apparently did not attend the first kickoff meeting. Uh, the meeting was focused on barriers and challenges to building electrification. We didn't get into the details of new construction or, or renovations or existing buildings very much, but it was, uh, Brian hasn't issued the, the, his, his report on the meeting yet, but I'll give you my takeaways on what I heard there from building officials around the county. Uh, One of the biggest barriers was staff time and availability. Uh, Everybody seems like they're super busy permitting and inspecting and and trying to catch up with projects that were delayed due to COVID, and now they're coming online. And uh, a lot of expression of just helplessness with having to deal with a whole other thing. Secondly, which I think is just as important and um, n- not exactly inspirational, is the lack of knowledge by the uh, building officials on uh, electrification technology. Uh, there, there, there seem to be not a lot of um, uh, knowledge about how heat pumps work or induction cooking or, or the efficiency of appliances, uh, and there was some confusion about the cost of electric, electricity versus gas. Some uh, of the building officials expressed that um, gas, gas is much cheaper than electric, and I'm sure they're referring to resistance electric rather than induction or heat pumps. Uh, there, there is no knowledge of equipment rebates or uh, grants for training for staff. So there's a lot of work that needs to be done on the, the building officials level just to get them comfortable and on board with the technology and, and the financing and, and the efficiency and, and all those other things. So it was a real wake up to me who uh, was hopeful that there would be you know, a little bit more enthusiasm. But you know the first meeting was about barriers and, and to overcome. And they certainly were forthright about what they saw the barriers to be. And then the third one, and the last one I wanted to bring up was the public ed- education and contractor training. And we all know that that needs to happen as well. Uh, so uh, that's kind of my takeaway from that meeting. I will be attending the next one on the 21st. And then I'm going to be out of town for a few weeks. And I'm not sure I'm going to be able to uh, attend the third meeting. Uh, be, yeah, it hadn't been scheduled yet, but I do intend to. to be there uh, for for most of these, and at a, a building elect- Marin Sonoma building electrification squad meeting earlier today, I did report out uh, to uh, to that group um, basically what I've just told you, and uh, they were very happy to hear that I was uh, kind of their inside person there to give them uh, some information about how how that was going among all the building officials. Uh, Kenneth Henry, our building inspector, was the other representative from Sausalito, and uh, you know he expressed some of the same reservations that most of the other ones expressed as as well. Uh, I'm glad that Kenneth was there. Uh, Thomas Ahern had been out of town until the uh, end of um, last month, and he's our, our contract building official. He's also on the list for Ross. He was not in attendance at the meeting, but he has been invited, and I hope that uh, Thomas will be able to uh, start attending these meetings as as well as as Kenneth to represent uh, Sausalito as as well as his other contract uh, obligation of uh, the, the town of Ross. So that's that's kind of my update on uh, building electrification on the county level. They they have meetings that will be scheduled throughout the next six months to. Develop ostensibly a, 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 an ordinance that will be ad, can be adopted countywide, and with the, the ultimate goal of having a uniform regulations across the county, so that there's not a patchwork of regulations that contractors and developers will have to adhere to. They'll have they'll have a more of a uniform approach when it comes to electrification of, of, of buildings. Uh, there, there's been a lot in the news recently about. Building electrification, uh, and a lot of pushback from uh, uh, developers, and, and um, there's, a, there's a lot of trolls that are chiming in about the, the, the how, how important gas is, and, and so you know it's it's going to be an uphill battle. There's a lot of misinformation, just as we've seen in many other political forums for these days and uh will, something that we're going to have to deal with going forward but uh, hopefully this county-wide effort will uh help to educate the contract uh, uh i mean the the building officials and building inspectors and lead to uh, an ordinance that we we can all live with uh, so thank you for listening to me
4: that's great thank you mark yeah it's um, a big a big adjustment for you know lots of lots of people and I can say we've electrified and we're so pleased with it in so many ways so (laughs) it'll it'll catch up momentum will happen on this um the new technologies are just better period so (laughs) um the other item on energy is as Lauren mentioned earlier so um there is a Resilience Hub project that MCE is doing at the Bayside MLK School, and it's solar and energy storage, so that that school can be an emergency operations center when, if, and if needed. And schools are great uh, locations for this in communities because they have room for people to come in; they've got room for feeding people. You, you know, you, they're just perfect, you know, for that. So that's, that's the good news is that the Bayside MLK School was chosen by MCE to, to be a resilience hub for our community. And, and of course, it's, it's going to serve Marin City also, which we want. And it was on the top of our list for this. Um, so that's in progress. And we just heard from Melissa that there's another conversation with the city hall about PG&E doing something about resilience at the, at the school. And typically that means diesel generators. And so if MCE is putting in solar and storage and it's not coordinated with this pg and thing, then we have an issue because we don't want a big diesel generator going into the MLK school when we've already got solar and storage going in there to serve that purpose of resilience. So, um, I will circle back with MCE and let them know that this conversation with PG&E is happening and understand what the next step is. And then also recommend that there's a presentation to the city council on the resilience hub before the Bayside MLK school that I would like MCE to give. Um, if, and if not, then we'll do it or I'll do it, but I think MCE should do it. So that's, that's the other topic on the energy uh, subject.
1: That's
2: potentially tricky eh, because it's not in our jurisdiction, right? Our voting jurisdiction, the site. Like if you couldn't go to council for a preference on what to do or who- to Yeah,
4: I, it's a good, I don't know. I mean, the, the solar and storage resilience sub project is happening. It's not like it's not gonna happen. So I don't understand that. But if
2: there's a conflict, you know, yeah. to be resolved, it's it's not our city council. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah, that. okay yeah no that's a good point the um and in fact the you know mce works closely with the administration of the school to make this project i mean it, they went through rounds of discussions and planning and the administration approved it and so i think it's just more of a of an item for MCE to, to, to coordinate and make sure it's happening in the right way i'll reach out to them and, and take that step
5: uh, regarding the jurisdictional issue um on uh, the city council meeting of march 22nd on their agenda it had to adopt a resolution authorizing the city manager to execute an agreement with public uh, with pacific gas and electric authorizing the use of a portion of the martin luther king jr parking lot for a public safety power shutoff community resource center council discussed this item and directed staff to bring back a date uncertain so i think the city council is looking at that is their jurisdictional requirement to to agree to Pacific Gas and Electric's um, uh, plan, and so they should also be able to weigh in or, you know, find out how this could be coordinated with the MCA MCE sponsored um, uh, resilience hub plan. Yeah, exactly. I think it's exactly. Yeah.
4: I, I will also reach back to Melissa and make sure she has what she needs, so that the City Council understands there's already a resilience hub plan for the school.
2: It's going to be interesting just to hear if they're if they're talking and uh, on their agenda about because you if if they are looking at certain issues there and and directing funding or, or directing efforts there. There's so much think of sea level rise topics, think of you know other topics. If you know, I was not under the impression that we really could do much of anything over there. Electric chargers, like you the, the list could go on and on and on, but yet this is. So I'm just curious how that all breaks down, or maybe I'm just misunderstanding, but that would be just useful to know. And we we can ask Melissa when she's here next time, I'm
5: sure. Yeah. Okay. Also just to, um, are we done with that topic? Uh, I I just wanted to reiterate something that was uh, mentioned uh, uh, earlier when, when uh, director McGowan was on the line about the uh, gas power leaf blower ban. Uh, It is marked tentatively for city council agenda items for April uh, 26th. And I believe Melissa said that uh, she was hopeful that that would would take place. Um, uh, Right now, it's marked as tentative, but. uh,
2: In her update, um, the text update, it was that, or if not, then those in the third. So like a not, if not, if not that, then who knows when. So sometime, certainly before the next time we meet though, which is why I would expect that kevin may be knocking on your door sooner than later to look at those changes that he has any other energy topics okay we're going to go over to transportation
4: all right transportation um the for the Broader longer term plan, uh, we have referenced this before, the county is coming up with what they call the EE readiness plan for um, charging locations and types to go across the county. So we have agreed as a, a subcommittee that we are going to leverage that plan, have input on it, and then use that plan to come back to the city to say, Here's where we should have, you know, public chargers and how how many and what 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 type, level two, level three. Um, that plan was supposed to be out and ready for us in March, early April, and it's been delayed now until May. So I, w- I was expecting at this, you know, meeting of ours that the transportation subcommittee would have reviewed the plan, we would have input on it, we would, pre- you know, present our results and what our recommendations are, but we're not going to. Be able to do that for probably another month now because this plan has been delayed. So that's the latest on our EV charging network <laughs> uh, intent and plan and how that's going to move forward. And then, um, I'll leave. I think you have an update for lot two.
6: Yeah, so for lot two, we did get uh funding from uh TAM and um MCE, so that came out to be around $26,000. Uh, so That's a big chunk of what it would cost, I think. And it's just a rough number, but we were thinking that it would cost, you know, around $35,000 to put in two charging stations at lot two. So it's really a $10,000 out of pocket because we'd get that 26 back. Um, But I was going to reach out to um, MCE tomorrow what we're, what we're really waiting on is their technical advisor um, to tell us what the load is. You know are these a good place to put them? Um, there's an ADA aspect to them. There's got to be one ADA as, one ADA accessible spot for one of the ports. Um, and that technical advisor for MCE passed away like in January. So that's kind of the holdup. They're trying to get somebody on board. Um, They don't want to get anybody uh, short-term. They want to hire somebody for the long-term and it's just taking a while. Um, I think they're going to try to get somebody in April. I was going to reach out tomorrow to see where they stand on that. Um, But we did get the funding. It looks like it's going to be there. Um, We think there might be an option to put more than just um, the two um, charging stations there um, because I think it has the power and with lot one maybe becoming a park um we might want to put more in lot two um to offset that so we're getting close i know we're not there yet but it, it's moving in the right direction that's
4: that'd be great if we did more that's good to hear okay
6: you know
2: that's really exciting so that kind of maybe i was gonna ask if that's information that has gone through city council in any official way that we could Could we speak about that in this article? Like, can we tell that news? Uh,
6: It was on the consent calendar for, I think, Tuesday. So it's out there. I was supposed to give the presentation last month. Uh, It got late. So it's. I think it's public information.
0: Well,
2: then I'm guessing Abbott will probably have it in Fridays. And so we can just take what he says and repurpose that and put it on. But if he doesn't, we can break the news in our our Earth Day thing. But that's a big, I think that's just a big... um, when I look at sort of the the hits to report out in this very short yeah. summary of all we're doing that's a
7: that's, that's a, a big bit,
2: yeah. hit yeah awesome great <laughs> anything else on transportation
1: I don't think so
2: okay so that brings us to the end of our housekeeping items and really the, the toward the end of our- um so before we talk about and organizing ourselves for our next meeting, um, you know, I want to try and, and get some assignments here going on outreach or on a flip. I read the whole thing, but uh uh very self-serving. Um the, the the problem here is that we have another commissioner who's not here and I don't I you know I want to be conscious of that too. Um, but we also have some real needs to move ahead. So um, thinking of how to, for an equitable way to, to do this, we have, here's what we have. We have the waste subcommittee um, that has two open spots. We have the public outreach subcommittee, which has two open spots. Those historically have been run together because, of, well, the same people were on it, but we also had uh, the big piece of waste for a very long time was the single-use plastic uh, ban. And outreach is such a piece of that. It's almost like the waste subcommittee just evolved into how do we educate people about composting? So I think those will always be connected and and really flow together. but, but I think we can figure out depending on who, who joins. And then we have um, um, the energy subcommittee has one spot. I think you know that probably self-explanatory what, what they cover um, based on the title and what you just heard, but is there anything else you wanna add Mark or Greg about what you all, your objectives?
4: Yeah, one, one item um, we don't do enough of and we could you have help on and it kind of ties to outreach too is is the ease at which people can select you know cleaner energy solutions because we have things like mce um and we have you know an, a very successful solar biz, you know industry here in the state and so we don't really do much on um capturing we have li- we have stuff on the website where people can go and get the links to go do this that and the other but we don't really promote it much um and it's just something that we we we, we could use a little more of that i think and as part of the energy subcommittee
2: yeah and that that reminds me of you know we at one point when we were full um we had a process where essentially every subcommittee has someone or has an outreach element to it in that it's hey, we're the transportation subcommittee. We just heard about that we've got chargers. We're gonna send this into, you know, for the outreach file, like we wanna talk about this. So that it's sort of an ongoing, let's be sure to get the news out there when we have these big hits. So I think, you know, when we have everyone together again, I think we can go back to that process and say, okay, let's be sure to keep those hits flowing And then the outreach subcommittee simply doing things like organizing in with the city and currents, talking to organizations like the Chamber of Commerce, the Associated Women's Club, um, thinking about how to engage at at various events, thinking about, you know, um, do we need to ask Greg at Bay Cities Refuse to include some clearer instructions about signage in his next newsletter? And do we want to take a look at that and maybe offer some advice on that? Um, so I think it's all about um, the the subcommittees needing to surface the stories more regularly, and then outreach needing to just you know figure out a, a refresh to get it out there. Um, so um, maybe the way we can can do this and. Is is first Reza, you know, as the voting new new commission voting member, you know, ask you first, is there a subcommittee that, that you're particularly interested in? Do you want to defer to next next time and think about it? You know, I don't, I don't want to force anyone on anything, but uh you have any thoughts?
3: Uh... I mean, I would like to think about it, but uh, but i like your idea of the outreach to be like an overarching uh, thing that, you know, every subcommittee uh, should have like an outreach element into it. Um, I don't know. If I were to choose, I would say energy probably is something that I probably know a little bit better. Okay. Um, but... Okay. Get, get um, I'm open I guess so bring yeah
2: bring your your finance analytics to uh the the energy subcommittee that could be useful
3: yeah that's probably like the easiest i mean that's yeah
2: um, okay. so you want to you want to join up on energy i know that uh i know that the other commission member she did just mention she she has experience in water it is a big so so you yeah. know we know that she's not coming in as like the head of an energy company where maybe there would be a better um, so I think and we can always revisit too these are not set in stone commitments if if we find that you know what I would be a better fit over there and we can also also our our existing committee members you know we've all been in these positions a while you know if we if we want to pose a reshuffle you know we can always do that so I think that would be something that we want to raise as as a future agenda item. If, if you want Greg and I to rethink how we structure and rethink assignments, we can do that. But for the short term, let's just say, okay, Reza, let's put you on energy um, to test out what that structure is like and, and, you know, sound, sound good?
7: Sounds good. Yeah.
2: Okay. Nick. Welcome. <laughs> what, what do I need to pitch you? So, no you don't
0: need to pitch me actually i think it's serendipitous <laughs> because i'm excited to be on the waste subcommittee if you'll have me so and um, that,
2: does that mean you'll 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 hang out at public outreach sure. too if yeah i think it means they
0: have they go together so yeah i'll, I'll be in for both
8: thank you yeah lauren i'd actually volunteer to be on the outreach committee as well i'd like to get more involved in there yes oh <laughs>
2: This is my lucky day. I told somebody, I'm so excited. Okay, awesome. Okay, so you'll be hearing from from me this week because we have an article to discuss. So, great. I
8: I don't know if, um, and maybe this is a question. um, uh, I don't know if my email was on file because you mentioned a few times during this meeting, emails being sent out. I didn't see any emails this week. So maybe I'll have to circle up and give you guys my right email.
7: There's Did you some, get my
8: email with the sustainability for the agenda? I got the agenda, but then I didn't get Lauren your email that you had mentioned.
2: Oh no, no. I just sent individual emails to Nick and Reza Oh saying welcome.
8: Okay, never mind then.
2: Uh, and then the only other email distribution I know of is the Sustainability Commission group one. and I don't know if we're all on that or if that's just that Greg and I are on that
6: uh no i think all of you guys are on that i'll check to see if the new members are on there
2: and that's the one that's published on the website that's where we would hear from members of the public or you know in the case of the the woman at stanford and typically um i would respond on behalf of the commission um just to say we hear you i mean we we want to um be sure to acknowledge um we did at one time have an agenda item that we would put at the beginning if there was a particularly, you know, it was a busy, it's very rare that we get them, but if we did have something that we knew we needed to report in, that there was a lot of talking with the community about X, we'd put that up in a sort of communication from community agenda, just say, hey, listen, there was some talk about this. Do we need to put this on the agenda? Um, so a little step before a business item. Okay. So um,
5: I wanted to chime in on a communication issue here. Uh, Ali, uh, uh, in times past, uh, we've gotten an email from our staff liaison about a week before the meeting uh, requesting a reply back just to uh, that person only uh, as to our availability for the meeting, just to make sure we have a quorum. Uh, Because if we don't have a quorum, it uh, would be nice for everybody else to know that and not have to uh, uh, reserve that time for a meeting if it's not gonna happen.
6: Uh, good point. Uh, do you want that, what, the, when, the Monday before?
5: What do you think, Lauren?
2: Yeah, We. why don't, so Ollie and I were talking before the meeting, we're gonna go over some, some stuff about the agenda and just to, to make the process more efficient on the agenda setting piece. Let's add that. That's a great point, Mark. Let's add that, Ollie. Maybe you and I just talk offline about, about that. I know where I would see that typically what that email also said was, does anyone have any agenda items to add? So the idea with that that would be first, probably Monday, like before, not this past Monday, but the Monday before. And that then I owe you by that Thursday, the agenda, well, I
6: do, I do two weeks before I email you and Greg on agenda items and I can email the whole group if you yeah, want. Yeah,
2: so that, that's the difference. That's what it okay. was. It was that, that was more of a, let's just check in with everyone because we're all following these subcommittees and it might yeah. not be that, that me and Greg don't know. So, so let's just, you and I go over the cadence of everything and what's included. And
6: we'll sort okay. it out. You want to do yeah. that tomorrow or we'll.
2: We can do that tomorrow? Yeah, I'm not working, so that's fine.
6: Let's let's do it tomorrow. Easy. Okay,
2: I'm open. Um. Uh. Okay. So great, thank you. And the subcommittee topic we can keep open. We certainly want to make sure our new commissioner has the ability to be on commission, and that may mean that we split up waste and public outreach in some fashion, and you know we figure it out. Um. Okay. So for for agenda items future agenda items for for next month, we know that we're gonna have a pretty big slot of time for just dealing with the waste topic. So we're gonna have R3 back and we're gonna have EnviroLutions back. We're covering off the end of the grant cycle, uh, undoubtedly Greg and the city will be pitching in so we can plan that's a big chunk. Um, and are there, I know there's, there, we sort of have a, a list of, of things to cover, we've talked about the, the green business and we may need to have him back and may wanna discuss that again, or that may just roll in and be executed. Um, is there anybody has an agenda item you wanna bring forth next month? Yep. Uh,
5: thank you, Lauren. Um, I, I sent an email to, to David, our uh, equity liaison uh, this week, and I didn't hear back from him and I, I, I didn't know he wouldn't be here tonight. But I was hoping that he'd be able to, to bring this up. And since he's not here, uh, I'll just put it on a list for future agenda items. Wouldn't necessarily have to be uh, next month if we're, we're totally busy. But uh, it's it's a, a issue of, of land acknowledgment. And it's, it's pretty uh, kind of a n- new thing that I've been seeing in, in other communities and in public meetings, uh, and, and I'd like to just briefly read Fairfax's uh, statement. It it comes at at the beginning of every meeting, right after their call to order and roll call, they have the third item, it's called land acknowledgement. And it says, the Fairfax Climate Action Committee acknowledges that we are located on the unceded ancestral lands of the coastal Miwok people of present day Marin County. We honor with gratitude the land itself and all of its ancestors past, present and emerging. And I, I was at the uh, Building Electrification Squad meeting uh, this afternoon, and they had, a, 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 for the first time, a land acknowledgement. It was a little uh, longer than that, not much, but it was different. And, and I would just like to suggest that we, we uh, bring this up for a future discussion. Thank you.
2: Thanks, Mark. I will, uh, I, I will add that. And uh, we can discuss that and hear from Melissa or the city if there needs to be some sort of cascade from council or if that's something we can independently choose. Who knows? Um, But thank you. We'll add that. Um, Anyone else have an agenda item? one of the ones that I just want to put on the list, I mentioned it last time, and perhaps Ollie, this we could talk about tomorrow. Um, and- I mentioned pesticides and that I don't know if we if they are legal or illegal here or what is or isn't. but as we get more into the landscape conversation, I think it's good timing to also have that knowledge. And if there is um, some awareness we want to bring to the issue of pesticides, I know um, they're banned in many, many cities. Uh, I'd like to know if they are banned here or not.
6: Sure, okay. And
2: then perhaps with that knowledge, we can say, hey, let's talk about this and learn more about it. And is this something we want to take up or is it? Sound good? Sounds good. Okay. Anybody?
5: just to add on to that idea uh, there there's a, a bigger uh, issue that includes not just pesticides but herbicides as well and and um, rodent control and and uh, it's basically called integrated pest management which is a non-chemical means of dealing with uh, pests and, and weeds and things like that so uh, there are established programs around the country that that uh, uh, have been established in, in cities uh, uh, by ordinance and uh, I think that that would be a great initiative.
2: Okay. Cool. Okay. Well, with that, we are at the end of the agenda. I hope that I will perhaps see some of you on next Saturday. This is this is our week. It's our month. It's Earth Month. <laughs> um, uh, so uh, this ends our meeting. The next uh, meeting will be, uh, yeah, okay, time is 746. Next meeting, the Sustainability Commission will be May 12th at 6 p.m.
5: And I Um, will be out of town, and so somebody else will have to take minutes.
2: Okay, uh, do we have a volunteer to take minutes for next month? volunteers all right i'm gonna i'm looking at our new commission members
3: (laughs) i'm not sure if i'm may not be able to make it so that's why i don't want to like oh okay all right
2: right. nick you want to take our minutes
0: Uh, i've never done it before
2: (laughs) mark mark takes the most most thoughtful and and Complete minutes that have ever been taken in this meeting—they're so—they're so. Shoes thorough. to fill, but, but not be that. They—they they can be much. They can be um, much more high level, from my understanding, just based on when I first joined. They can be very high level as well. Um, so um, think about it, and okay. and we'll uh, we'll put we'll put you all. Someone's taking notes next month. Okay, make you commit, but it's not going to be me. So, mm-hmm. think about it and, and uh, you can read the minutes um, of Mark's. That will be wonderful and say, think if you can uh, aim for, uh, for that.
5: If you need any coaching, please let me know. I'll be glad to give you a few pointers. A you know, up. You know,
2: Mark, yeah. your minutes are very <laughs> thorough, right?
5: Well, you know, I was the chair of the San Francisco Municipal Green Building Task Force for 17 years. I had to produce the agenda and write the minutes every month for 17 years. So I, I got pretty good at it. And I, I just, I really valued the the, the fact that you could look at the minutes and tell what actually happened instead of just seeing, you know, uh, the, a repeat of the agenda. So so I, I, I think there's value to that. But like you say, Lauren, it doesn't have to be quite as, uh, as detailed as, as, as I've done, uh, but I, I do try to make it a meaningful exercise.
2: Mark gets the you get the Oscar for best minute taker <laughs> ever. Um, so thank you for putting so much hard work into it. Um, okay, so um, we will we can we're go off recording here when you're done. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you everyone. Thank you.
6: Thank you, guys. And I'll see you. We'll talk tomorrow, Lauren. I'll send you an email. Great. Okay.
2: Talk to you then.
5: All right. Uh, Good night, night, everybody. Good night.
2: night, Thank you.